Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. What? Turning up my headphones so I can hear myself talk. Did you used to be in a boy band? <laughs> used to be. You still are? Me and Nick Lachey. Hmm. Hey, I'm Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly right over there. There's a dog in here. Not in here, not in this studio, but it's fun when a dog comes to work. Although this looks like it might have been for sad reasons. <laughs> I know. Poor guy. There's nothing sadder than a dog with a cone on its head. Except for this cone. Have you seen the dog yet? No, I haven't. So is this a, did they just use a, like a neck pillow that you might wear on a flight? Oh yeah. Or is that a new sort of dog cone? It is a different one because they can, and I know this from experience, thrash up the, the big plastic one. Oh, and And then it becomes a choking hazard. And they just clang and bang into everything and your walls get divots in them. And it's so sad. My dog, like when he had the cone on, he had it on twice. Once when he got uh, the snippy snips. That, and he oh. hurt his paw once. So he had to wear it. And it's just like he couldn't even walk upstairs. And why is it so shameful? I've never had a dog, so I don't know. But why is it that people like you, dog owners, you are humiliated to go out in public with your dog when he or she has the cone on? Because everyone, I think it's because uh, everyone just assumes that you did, like, what'd you do that at poor dog? Oh, and don't yeah. like seeing a hurt dog. No. And they're no. never wearing a cone for fun. No. <laughs> this one, though, I walked by. who I don't know whose dog it is. There's very few people in this building still, you know, pandemic. But the I was walking down this hallway, and I could see a door was open, and there was like a TV box across the doorway to pen this dog in. And I went by, and the little dog is looking up at me. It's a lab, I think. And uh, he or she was looking up at me with this thing around her neck, just feeling shame and humiliation. I don't know. Do you pet a dog when it has a cone? You can. You can? You can. Okay. You can. I don't know what dog law, so. I wish more places, it was more acceptable to just bring your dog in. You know what? I am totally indifferent to dogs. I don't. I I like being around them. I just don't want one of my own. But knowing there's one in the building right now, I'm kind of like, huh. This is kind of cool. I like it. It eases your jangle. When you go into a store and there's a store dog, it makes it so much better. I'm more willing to buy something at a store with a dog. Yeah, it gives you something to focus your attention on. Especially Other than the high prices. Oh, yeah, like a wallpaper store. One of those like stores that sells Christmas stuff year round. You're like, oh, like time moves backwards in there. But if there's a dog, you're like, oh, at least I can look at this. Hypothetical for you then. It's the middle of summer. It's 32 degrees. It's been 32 degrees every day now for five days in a row. Do you want to be working in a carpet store or a Christmas tree decoration <laughs> store? What's your choice? Ooh. Do you want to be selling rugs <laughs> or tree ornaments? Oh, I think either way, business is probably slow. I'd probably go with the Christmas one. Yeah. Because I guarantee you there's no one coming in to shop for tree ornaments. So at least you get to like 
At least it'll be quiet. Yeah. I don't know, but carpet in the middle of summer, at least you'd probably have some people doing renovations. You'd have something to break up the day. The day can be really long in retail when you have no customers. I'm speaking from experience. I never really had to work in retail. Yeah. I don't think I'm built for it. No. Hmm. Anyway, we should go pet that dog. Yes, we should. But quickly, I want to ask you a question. Money's no object. What kind of car are you going to drive? I have no idea. This factors into one of the things we're talking about in the podcast today. I am just not a big gearhead. <laughs> no, neither am I. Like I, I like the look of cars, but I couldn't tell you any of the specifications of a no, car. I took three years of mechanics in high school too. Wow. Mostly because it was an easy like 80 plus percent. And you still strike <laughs> me as the kind of guy who has... One screwdriver, and it's that one with all the bits in the end of it. It's just more convenient that way. Yeah. But uh, dream, like no money, no yeah. money's no object car. I don't think I'd want a Lamborghini. No, no, that, that's hard to pull off. And I just feel like I'd be pulling out of a parking lot and scrape it on the bottom of a speed bump or something like that. Yeah. I like to think that I would go Tesla. Like I, I do like the idea of a Tesla a lot. Uh, I've seen a lot of like TikTok videos. People like to show off. They're like, mm, I can drive from New York to LA. Maps mm. out the route for you and tells you where all the charging stations are. And you're like, oh, that seems nice that you could fill up your car, charge it up for $2 at a supercharged state. That seems nice. Yeah. But, I don't know, but you're, you're leaving yourself wide open to, uh, to judgment and criticism <laughs> in a Tesla because, you know, on one hand, the Tesla is like, I care about the environment. I'm good with my money. But on the other hand, you're like everybody else and you go through a drive through and eat food out of a styrofoam box four times a week. <laughs> it's like people are going to judge you. And it's also getting a little close to flying the flag, the Elon Musk flag that and he's kind of jumping on the crazy train. He, yeah, he's kind of he's out there. He was fun for a while. Now he's getting a little weird. Well, and he used to be one of my uh he would. He was one of my man crushes. He would. He used to be one of the guys I just want to sit down and have a beer with and pick his brain. But now I think it's too weird. Back when he was selling flamethrowers to or, the general public, that's yes. the Elon I miss. <laughs> or calling his company the Boring Company. That was <laughs> funny. Or strapping his old Tesla with a oh yeah an astronaut mannequin in the driver's seat and blasting that thing into space. That was fun. That was good. And then he sort of crossed the line. No, I don't think I'd go Tesla. And the other thing is like a Tesla now, like, cause I love the idea of just parking it in my garage, plugging it in. And the next yeah. day I go out and it's full. But when it's minus a thousand here in the winter time, could I even get down the road to the grocery store before that thing dies? Yeah. The cold can't be good for it. I don't know. I think I'd go with that. You know what I would get? I would get, I don't know who makes it. GMC? The, uh, Denali, the Yukon. Oh yeah. One of those big SUV guys. But I wouldn't get the one that's like the length of a locomotive. I'd get the shorter version. That's where I'd go. That's what I would get. Okay. I don't so know why. You go with that. I'll go with, you know what? I'll go with my first car to relive those memories. A 1985 Honda Prelude. Wow. You keep it so real. <laughs> I'm just so humble. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. What a day yesterday for Mitch Pettit. Opening day of Sonic's Alternative Income, Spring 2020. Two. Yeah, spring 2022 <laughs> <laughs> fell through a time tear. Uh, he racked up three grand 
on alternative income yesterday. Called out his name at 8 o'clock yesterday morning. The other two names we called out, I don't know what they were probably off somewhere making more than three grand. They didn't call in. So he made one phone call and ended up making $3,000. That's crazy, yeah. Huh. So we'll call out the next name at 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, if that person doesn't call back, he's going to go to $3,400. Because we're back to normal today. It's $100 an hour. You're still going to make a minimum of 400 bucks. But we can't call your name out on the radio unless you sign up. So do it right now. Go to sonic1029.com. If you had $3,000, Bryce, that just fell into your lap, mm-hmm. what would you do with that money? I got a few ideas. Yeah. So do I. Well, hey, hang on a second. Let's do three, two, one. And then blurt out what we would each do if somebody just handed us 3000 bucks. You ready? Sure. Okay. Three, two, one. PT PT Cruiser. Cruiser. Oh my God, you two. (laughs) I'm already looking at the ads. Wow. I actually found a 2005 PT Cruiser two-door convertible. Oh, the convertible. That's deluxe. He could buy that and still have 500 bucks left over. What? 2500 bucks for that? 2500 bucks. Does it run? I mean, maybe. Is that one of those vehicles? I remember when they first came out back in the, I don't know what year that would have been, 2000 maybe? When they first came around. I remember looking at the pictures going, huh, I'm strangely attracted to it. But then, of course, I, you know, wised up and I thought they were hideous. But now I'm back to the point again where I'd be like, huh, PT Cruiser, huh? (laughs) And that one's a convertible. Oh, yeah. That just says all summer long. Going up and down White Avenue. Oh, my God. What tunes are you going to blast from that? You're going to have to wear a helmet from all the bras and panties that are going to be thrown at you. Yes, the Garnco Braun panty helmet for sure. Yeah. Uh, what would you do if somebody just threw you through three grand? I'm no longer talking to Bryce. I'm talking to you on the other side of this. Is the PT Cruiser a forbidden lust car? <laughs> no. <laughs> do, do we regret saying that on the radio? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of do. I don't think I will ever own a PT Cruiser, but every now and again, I'll look at one and kind of go, huh, imagine the possibilities. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Uh, We got this text. Uh, I had a brand spanking new 2005 PT Cruiser. That thing was a lemon. Worst car I ever owned. For example, it went to the shop three times for a total of about a month because the hatch button broke. Fleur. Uh, yeah. I can't believe it. PT Cruiser, they do have a terrible reputation, but don't you think we're like this close to an ironic comeback for the PT Cruiser? Like somewhere there's a hipster looking for their next ride. Someone that's a, a car that says, I don't care what you think of my car. I'm not defined by my car. If a station wagon can make a glorious comeback, I suppose why not the PT Cruiser? Yeah. I don't want to be the first one leading that charge. Think about this for a second, Bryce. You're a big fan of the rom-com, as I am as well. But in every romantic comedy, the cute girl that runs the bakery or the used bookstore, she always has a hideous car. Like a car... She, You know what? She's typically driving like a VW thing. Which, that's not a good-looking vehicle, but they command big, big dollars right now because they're so hideous. Is the PT Cruiser the new VW thing? That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Hmm. Someone just said PT Cruiser is the ugliest car ever created in history. That's not a ringing endorsement. You shut your mouth. We call the PT Cruiser the loser cruiser. Again, Mm. not a ringing endorsement. Wow. Uh, Hmm. Somebody else says 
PT Cruiser stands for Piece of Trash Cruiser. Yeah, so I'm not getting that vibe. Uh, we just need to think of some kind of charming. You know when you used to see um, a beetle drive around? Yeah. You do punch buggy. No return. And it, you made it fun to see an ugly old beetle? Maybe yeah. we need to do something. Uh, Maybe PT could be like a throat punch. Like we could escalate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A I nice high kick to the jaw every time you see a... <laughs> Ooh, maybe I need to rethink this. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'm rethinking everything I thought about PT. There was like when they first came around. Like I said, I remember seeing a picture of one the very first time, and I'm like, huh, interesting. And then there was a stink on them for years, and now I'm starting to come around again. Like maybe it's an ironic car. Maybe it could be fun. Get yeah, one of those ones with wood panel on it. Ooh, yeah. someone says you could meet up at the A and W's. Oh yeah. Pop your hood. Show off those four cylinders. Oh no, this person here, and I agree with this statement completely. My husband thought the Pontiac Aztec was the ugliest car ever built. Oh, yeah. But I think the PT Cruiser is a close second. I Yeah, the Pontiac Aztec, that thing is... Whew. Oh, it's ugly, but it got, the, like uh, break, it got the Breaking Bad bump. Oh, it did, yeah. If Walter White can drive one, you can drive one. It's called the PT Bruiser. You punch them. Oh, PT Bruiser. That's rock solid. Okay, this is good. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We just started talking earlier, though. Like, if all of a sudden you woke up and someone said, hey, here's three grand. Do with it whatever you wanted. Uh, Bryce and I both counted down from three, three, two, one. And then we both said what we would do. And we both, for some reason, said PT Cruiser. Why wouldn't you? I know. Why wouldn't you? It's on the Mount Rushmore of cars. Like, yeah. I mean, ugly cars. Ugly but... cars. Who is on your Mount Rushmore? I definitely... I would put the PT Cruiser on there. I would definitely put the Pontiac Aztec on there. Oh, I yeah. don't know what my third would be, though. Uh, I mean, for my personal taste, pick any minivan that's ever been Well, we were talking off-air about that one, the Chevy Astro van. Yeah. The minivan. Those are... They're kind of sought after because they're all-wheel drive. Some of them are all-wheel drive, and that's a good thing. So might, they might be hideous, but... There are people that want those. Someone said the Chevy HHR or whatever the one that was. Well, that's sort of, it looks like a PT Cruiser. Honda Element. Oh. We had a couple of those. We here. had five of them. Yeah. When we first started the radio station, we went into a dealership, bought five matching Honda Elements. Whenever I was in it, I felt like I was in a Tonka car. Yeah. That's What's the Nissan version? Cube? Someone said Juke. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, the Cube, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's on your Mount Rushmore of ugly cars. But I, I don't know. It's time for, there's so many of them out there. They're dirt cheap. You kind of have to wonder when is the PT Cruiser going to make an ironic comeback? Like somewhere there's somebody who's like, hmm, I'm going to drive it because it's un- ugly. It's not going to define me, but it kind of will. I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things that you drive an ugly car, so you look even better by comparison. Oh, so oh, maybe. If I get out of a nice Lamborghini, people are going to be spending more time staring at the car than at me. Whereas True. if I get out of a PT Cruiser, people, they can't get their eyes off that thing fast enough. Somebody texted, I just saw a gold PT Cruiser downtown. I hope the driver was listening. A gold one. Uh-huh. And Ooh. they said, oh, you're right. I think the very first winner of Survivor also got a Pontiac Aztec. I do remember that. It didn't have like the tent, the tent option. that popped out of the back. Yeah. Oh, that's just practical. Gross. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh, somebody said, 
I rented a PT Cruiser convertible in Maui about 10 years ago. I still feel shame whenever I see those pictures. It's like a bad haircut, isn't it? You just want to remember the good times in Maui, the surf, food, the drink, but all your memories are about the junker car. There's you posing next to it (laughs) with a sunrise in the back or a sunset in the background. Why you did a sexy photo shoot with you on the hood is beyond me. Yeah. Why you have that hanging over your fireplace when I first walk into your house, that's the first thing I see. It's weird, but... Somebody else said, I rented a car once. They said they upgraded me to a PT Cruiser. I said, I guess it depends on your definition of upgrade. Uh, That's a sign that the business doesn't like you. PT Cruiser, by the way. uh, I rented one of those, too, when they first came out. That's what I drove to my grandfather's funeral was a PT Cruiser, thinking I'm so cool. (laughs) Hello, everyone. I've arrived in more ways than one. Someone says, can confirm PT Cruiser suck. Source? Mechanic. Mechanic. Oh, my. Uh, PT Cruiser's always reminded me of a 1920s gangster car, but not in a good way. Okay. I did have the idea earlier about maybe the only way it can come back is if you incorporate some kind of punch buggy no return style oh yeah yeah thing to it and the number of people who said pt bruiser and then you just drift the person whenever you see one and i've been thinking pt cruiser you get a pt bruiser bam right upside the head foot to the jaw yeah uh okay keep the (laughs) i can't read that one on the air okay that's over the line pal oh my you're listening to the garden andrew show with bryce kelly podcast and uh, we're just discussing what you think is the most hideous car to ever come off the line. And, like, the PT Cruiser's getting beaten upon today. I don't know. I think there's been uglier vehicles. Like, I will always go back to the Pontiac Aztec. I think that thing was hideous. Somebody texted, though, and said, uh, this is from Miles, Aztec, also known as the Azcrack. I remember this car was a prize for the first season of Survivor. I remember that too. I do remember somebody winning a Pontiac Aztec on that show, and it had the one, uh, it had the tent on the back, and I can't remember who the guy was that won, but he's like, I'm going to take my mom camping, and they were going to go camping in the back of his weird car. Uh, Miles goes on to say, (laughs) P.S., the VW thing is the official ugliest car of the universe. Yes. I was talking about the VW thing earlier today. And if you don't know what that is, take a moment, have a look. Just Google VW thing. It's hideous. <laughs> but it's it's so hideous that now they're, they're sought after by people that want to make a statement. A statement that says, I don't care what you think about my car, although I paid way too much for this one that will barely make it up the hill from the River Valley, even in the best driving conditions. That is, to me, I think the PT Cruiser will become the VW thing one day. People will go, that thing is so ugly. I'm going to buy one and I'm going to drive that around. We should also talk one day, too, because I remember listening to a talk radio show 20 years ago. Yeah, it's probably 20 years ago. And it was like a car show on the radio. They're just talking about cars, mechanics. stuff, And they asked the guest, they, they asked this guy, what do you think is going to be a current car that will one day be a classic, like very sought after. And a me- the guy didn't even pause. He goes, 
the Mazda Miata. Really? Has the Mazda Miata, that little two-seater, has that become the classic car these days? You've been listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Stream them live weekday mornings on Sonic 1029 through the Radio Player Canada app. We were also talking about things, because today in Outrage, you do that feature that we all love. Mm. And your story today in Today in Outrage was about how you're paying the same amount, but you're getting fewer Doritos. Yeah, apparently they because of inflation. Yeah. They have to give you five less Doritos per bag. In order to keep profits up. But they're charging you the same amount of money. Somebody else pointed out, you also get less dish soap. When Dawn would go on sale, uh, they explain how Dawn used, you used to get more Dawn for your dollar. But that's because they've sent it all up north to wash the ducks off when a tanker sinks. Yeah, ducks and penguins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what the one thing I did notice? And is anyone else out there experiencing the same thing? I always wear black Converse Chuck Taylors. That is my shoe of choice. Low rise. Don't wear the high tops. But I, I buy them, like I'll buy a couple of pairs at a time when they're on sale and I'll just put them in a closet. When I need a new pair of shoes, I'll pull a new pair down. So I also have old pairs of Chuck Taylors just sitting around doing nothing. But the laces in these new Chucks that I just put on, it's like I can barely get them tied up because they're so short now. Are they skimping on shoelaces to save money? How much money are you? How much I, shoelace money are you saving? When I first brought this up, you said, "Well, maybe your feet just got fat." <laughs> no, my feet are exactly the same because when I put on an old pair, there's plenty of shoelace. Does anybody else experience? Is that where they're saving money? It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh, I mentioned a few minutes ago, so we were just talking about all those things that they've gotten smaller, but you pay the same amount of money for them now. It's just what's going on in the world. And I mentioned that I I bought a new pair of Converse Chuck Taylors, some Chucks. And the shoelaces in them are barely long enough for me to tie them up. It's like if I had child feet, little child fingers, I might be able to get them tied up. But it's like, have they, they've skimped on the shoelace length now to save some money? Is that what's going on? And I mentioned that on the radio, thinking that I'd be all alone in this thinking. And others have noted, thank God, I thought I was going crazy. I thought maybe my foot got really, really fat. Somebody said, yes, Converse shoelaces. I was so excited for the last pair I bought. I barely ever wear them because there's not enough shoelace. What's the point? And to all you people who say, just go buy longer shoelace, that's not the point. The shoes should come with enough lace that an average person can tie their shoes up. This is interesting, too. This person says the shoelace thing is exactly what's happened with ties. They're now so short that once you tie the knot, you barely have enough leftover to tuck the small end into the loop. Must be a money saver. That is from John in a car. Well, John in a car, thank you very much for taking part in the show today. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.